Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy podcast. Coming at you this week. Sorry about last week. I actually had pneumonia um, and was down for the count for a while. Um, it really, really messed me up. And... Uh, Slowed me down a bunch, but I'm back in the game now, ready to release this episode. Another difficult conversation. This time we're talking about the hunting industry. Um, been in it for six years, had a bunch of friends in it over time, and going to talk about kind of what I think about it, how it's changing, and uh, if I think it's even worth a guy trying to pursue um, getting in the hunting industry. <coughs> Excuse me, I do still have a cough, um, so I might be coughing a little bit during this episode. I apologize about that, but getting the people that make this possible, you guys know we're starting off with Rec Broadheads. Um, just got the word um, and the code. You guys are going to be able to save 17.5% on code WLP2024, no spaces, all caps. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, that's going to save you 17.5% um, at checkout of any broadhead on their list, whether you're wanting to go fixed blade. Um, four blade, the big mechanical, two blade, the one I shot last year, um, the the regular mechanical that I really really like, <clears throat> the new <clears throat> new mechanical is out, and uh, you can also purchase that. There is going to be a uh, month where they promote a custom engraving um, month where you're going to be able to pre-order your broadheads and you can get WLP uh, custom engraved on the side. If you'd like to wait for the purchase um, that month, you are going to be able to get the 17.5% as well during that time period. Um, so if you want those heads, hold off buying the custom engraved ones. If not, 
um, go ahead and get them at um, at checkout off the website there. Um, that's code WLP2024. Next, we're getting to Exodus Outdoor Gear. <coughs> just wanted to shout out the rival um, and the new rival they just had come out. Um, I have a rival down in Missouri, still running on a solar panel. Uh, been running for months, months, months. Still getting updates daily. Um, using very little data, which I really like. Uh, very cheap and efficient to run with the solar panels. Um, if you guys, it is getting tax time. You might have a little extra money. You want to get into a, another, you know, another more expensive trail camera. Get into the cell camera game. Get a couple more cell cams for next year. Highly suggest you checking out Exodus, the new rival that they just came out with, and uh, you can save ten percent. <coughs> excuse me, with code WL, um, and that's a pretty substantial savings if you're planning on buying, you know, four or five cameras from them. You're talking you know, multiple hundred dollars worth of savings um, if you're going to buy a few cameras from them. And uh, that works on everything on their website. Um, one of the best ways you can support the show is by using these codes. Um, and if you're looking to get um, – and if you're going to buy the buy the cameras anyways, um, use the code, man. Save the money. It helps me out as well. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, and uh, that's it. Let's get into the show. So we are talking – the hunting industry and this is something that i've been in um i'm gonna say i've been in it for the last five years and sometimes you know i was in it before i even thought i was in it because i thought there was like so many different levels which there is levels to it um but it it's a lot smaller than you think it is once you get into it um and this is something that's not talked about at least not the way i'm going to talk about it, i don't think um, I'm going to tell you some good stories, and I'm also going to tell you some really bad stories um, that I've had in the hunting industry and things that I've done that I wish I wouldn't have done. And uh, like I said, this when I first started this podcast, I wanted to learn about deer hunting from you know these these guys that are getting it done all over the world <coughs> and uh, all the United States. And I was thinking, you know, how can I do it? with uh, not being weird and saying, hey, I just want to talk about deer hunting. Well, podcast is the best way to do it. Um, you get, you know, direct, get, you get their phone number. Um, you get to chat with them directly on here. You also get to text with them throughout the season, kind of game plan them with. Um, so that was like the main goal was to try and get as much content from these guys as we could to see how well we could improve our hunting game. Um, and then after a while, we realized just from the messages and the amount of people that were listening how big of an impact we were having on other people and how their success. And we're getting pictures of, <coughs> you know, I listened to this episode and I went out and killed this buck. Um, and uh, it, it that became the goal. You know, let's, let's try to impact as many people as possible. And that's still the goal now. Um, that's never changed. Now I'm trying to not only impact people, um, you know, uh, hunting wise but also mental and physical fitness wise oh that gets me to remind me um the first form um link um if anybody is interested in buying any first form product um if you buy for me this month um from now february 15th um till march 15th um you're going to be entered to win a 115 dollars store credit gift card from first form um so if you've been on the fence about ordering from First Form, ordering some pre-workout, ordering some post-workout, some protein, some glutamine, <coughs> any of their supplements, their vitamins, anything like that. Um, I've been taking their vitamin multi-pack um, religiously trying to get over this sickness I have. 
um, and uh, hopefully it's helping. Um, definitely feeling a little bit better each day, um, but also using that protein when I was sick to make sure and hold the gains that I've got over time. Um, but um, if you guys are looking to get anything, purchase anything, I can send you out a code and uh, link you up with me. We can work together on it, get what you need. I can talk about what they have, get a little more info. And like I said, if you do purchase from me this month, you're going to be entered to win that $115 um, first form gift card. So pretty cool <coughs> um, way to to, uh, to get in the game on some more first form product. You can use it for clothing or or supplements or whatever you want from their website. It's good for anything. So 115 bucks to you guys. Uh, but yeah, let's get back into the show here. Haven't forgot about that. Oh, challenge of the week. Um, the challenge of the week is, um, you know, I was sick for about 14 days, 13 days there. And uh, I just want you to en- really enjoy a day, really embrace a day of this week. Whether you're at work, be grateful you're at work. Um, you're hanging out with your wife, be grateful you're hanging out with your wife. You're playing with your kids, be grateful you're playing with your kids. It's a weird, <coughs> the perception and the mental place that you get when you've been kind of bedridden for 10 days, um, not going to work and, and by yourself a lot. You know, the kids are at school, wife's at work, and you're just at home by yourself. And um, just that mental headspace you get into, um, just wanting to go back to work and have a normal day and work out and uh, and be able to breathe normal. Um, so there's people out there in much worse shape than me, um, you know, mentally, physically, financially. <clears throat> so just be grateful for what you have one day this week and really think about it. Um, and uh, like I said, you're at work. Oh, poor me. Dude, really think about it, how good you got it. You probably got it better than 90% of the people in the world. You know, if you think about what you got and where you're at in life. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably got a phone or a computer and, and access to the Internet. And that's more than, you know, 70% of the population. Um, it's crazy to think that that's the way it is. But um, there's a lot of worse off people out there. And uh, like I said, I was just grateful to, to go back to work this week and, and kind of enjoy that, um, which a lot of people think is weird. But uh, when you're in bed that long, your perception changes. <coughs> so getting back into the hunting industry, you know, that was the goal of this of this podcast was to first for us selfishly to talk to these guests. And then we realized how much we were benefiting others. And then it was like, okay, you know, how, how, you know, you never want to stay stagnant. So you want to start reaching more people. You want to start doing more things. You want to start working with companies. <clears throat> so we start working with a few companies. Um, and the first one I want to talk about is Sitlock. Sitlock, Scent Blocker, Oz. This was when Oz was coming out. That was real popular back then um, when the ozone was just coming out and, um, it was just just getting really big, and we were into the scent game real big. We thought it made a huge impact. Over the years, we've learned that it really doesn't make an impact for the way that we hunt as much as we thought it did. <clears throat> but we were spending a lot of money on it, and we thought, you know, here's our chance. Get in the industry, kind of make make it see what happens, and go from there. Well, we had used scent lock and scent block in the past. I had a dream season uh, suit that I bought back when Jury Dream Season came out. It was expensive as hell. And uh, I thought it was the go-to suit, you know, that you wore, <coughs> which now I've always I've changed uh, to comfort and warmth over um, scent lock or anything like that. Um, it all goes back to how it fits and how it feels and if it keeps me warm now. But anyways, back then, you know, what do you, what do you do? How do you get in the industry? Where do you start? Well, it's a staff. It's a, it's a hunting staff, and um, 
a lot of you guys that listen to this might be on a staff, and you might think it's the best thing ever. You might not think it's the best thing ever. Um, but for those guys that are thinking about getting the industry and wondering what a staff is and what it entitles, <coughs> I'm going to let you know. Um, most staffs are a discounted rate off gear. Some of them, if you work long enough, you can get free gear. But most of them are a discounted rate on gear. But they expect to run your gear. They expect you to buy the new things to be able to talk about. Um, so not only are they getting you to make content for them for free of it, uh, you know, not free, but for very little discount, they're also getting you to purchase their product and they're making money off of you. <coughs> now, they expect you to post weekly on certain social medias and blah, 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 and do this and create content. Um, the staff side of it, if you're looking for some buddies and hunting, hunting, looking for a community, looking for friends, a staff would be a good option, especially if you're looking to get your feet wet. Um, if you're looking to grow in the hunting industry, make money, um, you know, do things, a staff is not the route that you want to go. I'm just going to tell you about my um, stint with uh, Scentlock, Scentblocker, um, and uh, we'll move on from that. Uh, I don't like to throw anybody under the bus during this episode or during this podcast, and I never have, but I'm going to right now. Um, we were with them for almost a year, and they did a thing at the end of the year where <coughs> we're going to take the best con- content creators, and at Christmas, we're going to give away gifts. So we worked we worked hard, dude. We were taking pictures. We were promoting this, sharing that, sending in content, um, sending in you know 30-ish pictures, 40-ish pictures a week, hunting-related, house-related, Oz-related, um, lifestyle, all kinds of stuff, you know, just anything we could think of, always had the camera on us, always taking pictures, trying to make a name for ourselves, and trying to really, like, grow with the company, um, and, uh, they were going to do the top 10, and they were giving out gifts, um, so we went all year, end of the year, they had this big Facebook Live, where they're going to name the top 10, and, uh, we had had multiple pictures in, like, their catalog that they sent out, um, and Cabela's um, on their website, multiple pictures they've used on their social media. <coughs> and uh, <clears throat> we uh, we were like, man, I think we did pretty good. You know, we put a lot of effort in this and a lot of time. Well, I was with Homie at this time, and they gave me and Homie number eight and number nine for content um, for the year. And there's thousand people in this group. I mean, it's a big staff. Um, and some of you guys might be on this staff and know what I'm talking about. Well, they made this bag set, an Oz set and a scent lock set, and uh, they were going to use it at ATA, and then they were going to ship it off to us um, and, and give it to us. Well, we went to ATA that year, which is another story I'll get into later about ATA. We went to ATA and, uh, you know, talked to the boys at Scentlock. Their social media director, staff director was there. <coughs> Not going to name any names, but we asked to speak with him. Um, this was after hours. He was not busy at all. Um, wasn't at the booth working with anybody. It was at a bar. Um, and he literally looked at me, said, keep sending those pictures in. I'm not going to talk right now. And that was it. Um, he knew that I had value. We had value with the pictures we were sending in. They were using them for catalogs, using them for Facebook posts, using them for exposure, using them for sales. Um, but he could literally not spend three minutes with us to talk to us about kind of 
what he's looking for or say, hey, dude, you guys get a j- good job this year. You're, you know, top ten. Um, and he knew our names. And he's like, oh, yeah, you guys are sending all the pictures in. And I said, yeah. And he's like, keep sending those pictures and walked away. He said, I ain't going to talk right now. Kept, walked away. <clears throat> like I said, was not busy. Could have literally probably spent a half hour with us, but couldn't give us two or three minutes of his time. Um, and when you work for a company for pretty much nothing, you're actually spending money to work with the company. <coughs> I apologize, all the coffee. This, I mean, uh, crazy amount. But uh, I'll try to work through it for you guys. Want to get an episode out? But you know, you're you're uh, you're working with a company, and you're sending them pictures and taking your time and doing this and doing that and uh, going out different times and stage and stuff to take pictures and um, taking pictures while you're hunting and while you're hanging trail cameras and with bucks and all, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and we had a really good year. I killed freeze that year. Homie killed a buck, killed multiple does, went to Missouri, used it down there in content, (coughs) created four or five films with it in it. Um, We did a a lot that year. Um, And uh, there was zero gratitude um, for all that content that we made. Um, there wasn't any free gear given, no free, um, anything. We had to continue to keep paying, not a bigger discount code, nothing like that. Just keep sending those pictures is what we got. Now back to the Christmas gift that we're supposed to get for being number eight and number nine content creators. They never sent the gift. They made a big deal online about how they're sending these gifts out. One person got a thousand bucks. A couple people got TVs. Um, a couple people got gift cards to Scentlock. Well, we got this bag sets <coughs> that they used at ATA, and they never sent those bag sets out. We actually emailed them and asked them about it, and we never got a reply. Um, so I don't know if they gave those bag sets to someone else, um, but they made a big deal about being this great staff that was giving stuff out and doing this awesome thing, you know, and next year this could be you, and then they never sent the damn bag set. Um, so did I need the bag set? No. But the principle of it is that I earned that bag set. I earned that and more. Um, they used my content for multiple times, and uh, and and uh, you know, kind of kind of burned us. Um, so we walked away from them and uh, left it from there. But you know, if you work from them, maybe their staff's better now. Maybe I had a bad <coughs> a bad relationship with that staff and um, and the people that were there. But um, I was I felt very very. Um, you know, they wanted a lot for nothing. And uh, that's one thing about the hunting industry that when if you get into it, you learn that a lot of people will give a lot for nothing. <coughs> and that's a problem for the people that want stuff in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I know you have to start somewhere, um, but giving free content for companies is really hurting the people that are out here trying to make a living or make money off of, the, you know, creating content. Um, but one other thing that I want to mention for, um, you know, a staff or a company that we worked with, we worked with a certain company, and uh, it was a broadhead company. You guys know VIP for a long time. We liked Matt a lot. He's a great broadhead. We had a lot of fun um, going to ATA with him, treated us really good. <clears throat> well, he um, he got sick, actually got cancer, and uh, decided to direct his marketing through a company, not going to say the company, and uh we were like, that's fine, Matt. We're still going to work with you. You know, you know your deal. Um, well, that company messaged me, kind of wanted the rundown of what we had going on with Matt. And they, so we had been one of the only people that were creating content for Matt, like video, p- 
picture, etc., for Facebook, YouTube, etc. And now this company was going to run his Facebook um, sales, stuff like that. <coughs> so I had a chat with the, the one of the marketing guys at the company and told him kind of what we had going on. And uh, they said, well, we're going to be taking that over now. Um, we're going to be taking over their staff. Um, Matt did actually pay us some money, which was nice. Not very much, though. I can't remember exactly what it was. I want to say maybe 50 bucks a month. It wasn't very much money. Um, but it was something, you know, we were making a little bit of money. It costs to host a podcast the way we do it, which a lot of people don't understand. It actually cost me 50 bucks a month to run this to podcast, um, let alone my time and effort. Um, but just literally to upload the episodes to everything, <clears throat> it costs 50 bucks a month for me the way I do it. So we were able to pay for the podcast uploads through him so we could do it for free because <coughs> we weren't making money anywhere else. Well, Said marketing company, had a conversation with them. They said, you're not worth the money that Matt's paying you, um, was the end of the conversation. So Matt had been paying us directly. This company said, you are not worth the money um, that he's paying you, which would have been you know $600 a year at that time um, that we were using to run the podcast. Um, so I was kind of burned on that. Then they asked for every single piece of content that we've ever created for Matt and VIP. So, um, us being the guys that we are, trying to make a you know a good foot, a good name, in that we decided, you know what, <coughs> we're going to send them everything. <clears throat> so we proceeded to send them everything, every picture, every video, everything that we've created for that broadhead company for the last two years, um, and they proceeded to run their Facebook with our content after we were not valuable enough for a month and a half post after post after post was our content that we sent them now they're getting paid to post those but we're not valuable enough for what matt's given us and they're using our content to post on their on his website to generate sales while they're getting paid for it um so that really burned us <clears throat> we decided that <clears throat> we have no value, but you're literally going to use our content for free um, for a month and a half to, to run Facebook ads, make Facebook posts, do this, do that, until you guys can create your own content to start posting, um, which is supposed to be so, it's so much top tier than ours, um, that you're going to run it that way now. Um, nothing against Matt. Um, great dude. Great company. Just the marketing department shows you um that you have very little tells you you have very little value and will literally use every single ounce that you give them <coughs> um so that's just a couple of bad experiences um in the outdoor industry now talking about kind of what you can do in the industry so there's two different ways to be in the industry um one of them is work for a company like you're a sales representative for a company or you work at Matthews or you work at, you know, a broadhead manufacturer or you do this. <coughs> That's one way. The other way is to create content and make your own brand, which is a lot of the way the, the guys want to do. They make their Facebook page, they make the Instagram page, they go about it. Um, I'll tell you right now, there is less and less and less money for a brand. In every single social media that is out there now you have to pay for followers 
because you have to run ads to get followers. It's the only way. That's why if you look at most social medias, they kind of stagnate around the number that they're at unless they're very big. A lot of people are still running ads um, for followers, so they're slowly graining, growing. Um, but unless you have something that goes viral or really makes a splash, um, it's very, very hard to get followers because of the algorithm. Hunting is already lower on the algorithm, <coughs> let alone, um, you know, the people that follow your page probably aren't even seeing your content. So the days of I have this many people on Facebook, I have this many people on Instagram, this many on TikTok, that really doesn't have a lot of value to these companies at all. Um, you know, there's very, very small value unless you have a shitload of people and you get a shitload of engagement. <coughs> so YouTube, um, a lot of people are in the YouTube game, creating videos, doing that. YouTube is great, um, but just be realistic if you're getting into it. If you're creating content and you're trying to get views, it takes a long time to get to the stage where you're e even able to put ads on your show. And then on top of that, the ads pay very little money. There's very few people that are crushing it on YouTube. Um, and the amount of work that people don't understand what a weekly upload to YouTube takes, um, it takes a shitload of work, guys. Um, for the amount of money that you're going to get, it's going to be staggering. Uh, when you put all that work, you edit everything, <coughs> and you get 350 views on a video. You know, And then you might have one good one that got 40,000 and you got some followers but now the next one you release gets 400 you know so it's like there's no really rhyme or reason to it um it's just literally like an upload um as much as you can with good content um to keep people coming back um and engaged so youtube is a very very tough market to get into um and like i mentioned before there is less and less money for brands especially in the podcast space. So I've been doing this for six years, um, released, you know, multiple, multiple episodes, um, you know, and uh, hundreds, hundreds of episodes. You just say that on average, by the time I record an episode, edit it, upload it, create a cover art, get a guest, line everything up, I got three and a half hours into, <coughs> into an episode, minimal, right? And then that's not including... Instagram posts, Facebook posts, TikTok posts, blah, 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 all that, which I'm not very good at anymore. I've kind of lost the drive and effort to do that. Um, but if I would have took those hours and put it into anything else besides the hunting industry, I would be leaps and bounds from where I am now. Um, you literally have to just love to create hunting content and want to create hunting content to get into the hunting industry. There's very few guys, gals, guys and gals that do this full time. And if they do it full time, they say they do it full time. Most of them <coughs> have had a company, sold a company. They're supporting this. They have another job. They have inherited money. There is some people that are out there grinding and making it. And those are some, some dogs that are out there doing it because they are putting in so much work. They're going to every single show. They're at every single outdoor event. Um, they're posting daily. Um, they're they're if they're full time, it's a full time job and some, and they're probably still not making what a lot of the construction guys make, um, because they're having to pay for insurance and no retirement and this and that. 
Um, so it's a tough freaking lifestyle, a tough way to go. Um, there's no way that I could – people ask me, would you ever do the podcast full-time? There's literally no way feasible that I could make enough money on this podcast that I could quit and support my family with the amount of insurance, um, taxes, money that I would have to make, retirement <coughs> that I have to put away to compete with what I have now. So for me, it does not work. Um, if you're out there and you're wanting to build a brand, want to start a brand, I don't want to discourage you from doing that. I've never discouraged anybody from doing it. I've always said, go for it. Do your thing. Put the effort in. Feel it out. <coughs> I just want to warn you that it's not, not all sunshine and rainbows. You know, like I said, there's levels of the industry, and a lot of it is you get free gear or discounted gear. Like a lot of people – that takes a long time to get to, like that level. Like you have to have some substantial following, substantial things to be able to get to the free gear, not even the money part, just the free gear aspect of it. Um, and every year, especially after COVID, it's getting harder and harder and harder, and these companies are getting th tighter and tighter and tighter because they are realizing that they don't need the content that they thought they needed. They're getting it from a very select few they're doing a lot of it in-house, and they're not paying like they were paying. Um, I used to get paid per download from some companies. I don't get that anymore. Um, the ads that you hear at the beginning from Waypoint, um, they help pay for me hosting the show. Um, but there's not a ton of money to be made. Um, and like I said, every year it seems to not get better. I'm getting more listeners, more followers, more engagement. Um, but the money's getting less and less and less. And the time restraints for me to make this happen are getting harder and harder and harder. Um, but it's not something that I want to give up on because that's not me. So now, just to be straight up honest with you guys, um, the only way that I make any money from this podcast to pay for my time is from Patreon, which, shout out those guys, those guys pay to host the website, host the podcast. There's not very many of them, but that what they pay pays it gets pulled directly out of that and gets paid to host the, the podcast <coughs> the waypoint ads i get and then everything else now is through affiliate marketing no one wants no a lot of companies doesn't have the money everybody thinks that they're loaded um but they're not they don't want to pay for your brand your brand my brand has zero value to companies um i've worked on it for years and years and years and it has zero value the only value that I have is what I can sell and what you guys buy. Just straight up. That is the only value that companies see in this show. Not all this great content that I've created over the six years. Not my consistency. Or I've only missed two episodes in almost, you know, almost six and a half years. That doesn't matter. <coughs> what matters is the needle, if the needle is moved. Um, and it's just the God honest truth. So... The only way that I make any money for all this time and all this content create and everything that I put out is if you use the Exodus code, you use the first form code, you use the rec broadhead code. The waypoint at the ads at the beginning, I get a little bit off of, not a ton, um, but they do help. Now, what am I doing with this money? Last year, I was able to take my family on a small vacation um, with them putting up with me coming upstairs for 52 weeks a year for multiple hours and hosting a podcast, lining up guests, doing this, going to this show, doing that. 
Um, I got to go take them on vacation and do some small things around the house. Um, but I, I'm not trying to sell out these codes to you guys. I just want to be honest with you and understand <coughs> that that is the only way that I make any money for my time and effort. And like I said, it's getting worse and worse and worse every year. It should be getting better. Um, like I used to just get, you know, a little bit of money for you coming and listen to the show with just the ads that I read. Now that's gone. Um, and it's only affiliate marketing. Now let's talk about the companies that I work with. I would not do affiliate marketing with very few companies. I love Exodus. I love the trail cameras and I love the dudes behind it. I love Jake and Chad and Cameron. Solid dudes. I've known them for years. I've met them. <coughs> I've met Jake multiple times. We've scouted in the woods before. I've met Chad. Um, they're great dudes. They want to see you do good, but they're also running a business. And uh, I try to do the best I can for them, and they try to support me the best they can. Um, and like I said, I believe in the cameras. I believe in the message that they have. They're a no-bullshit company. They're not selling you junk. They're selling you good cameras, good shit that's going to last a long time. <clears throat> they got a warranty that they stand behind. You're not going to talk to someone that can't speak American, you know, can't speak English when you call and try to get a warranty. You're going to be able to get a hold of someone. They're doing the right thing, and that's who I want to represent and who I want to help and who I want to be associated with my brand because I have worked tirelessly with, you know, Homie was there for a lot of it for four years. We work so hard at this podcast thing, hours and hours and hours, and this series, coming up with this new idea, doing this, doing that, always trying to come up with a new thing to create content for you guys, to make it edgy, to make you guys want to listen, to help you guys learn, to help you kill bucks, help you guys keep entertained. I mean, we're, we're out here trying, and <coughs> I'm really proud of what I've made. I'm really proud of Whitetail Legacy. It's something that I've worked on and tweaked over the years to kind of my personality but when you know what i represent i want to kill big bucks i'm gonna do as efficiently as possible i'm gonna be the best human being i can i want to be a good dad and i'm gonna push other people to be the best they can be to kill big bucks to do it efficiently and be a good dad be a good husband be a good person and that's what i've that's the message here that's the drive <coughs> and same with exodus they want to see you do good they want to see you kill a buck off of that trail cam they're, they're hunters. They're not some marketing guy that hunts just because he works for comp this company, you know, or he goes on an antelope hunt or whatever because the company paid for it. Um, that's not them. They're real dudes. Um, they're selling real product that works. Um, and they're trying to get as many people to come to them to see what a real trail cam company should run like. Um, and I'm only going to be running – Exodus cell cameras next year. I'm selling every other brand that I got because I'm tired of the other companies falling through. Their trail cameras not working. Their customer service is junk. Their data plans are junk. Their service is junk. I'm just going to work with them, the people that I, I trust, the people that I respect, and I want to see do good. I'm uh, getting on to Rec Broadheads. <coughs> Matt and his dad, again, and Alex, uh, their marketing director, incredibly solid dudes. Guys that I want to see succeed. I want to see Matt do great things. I was at ATA show when Matt was wanting to create a broadhead. And he talked to another broadhead company. 
And they said, don't even waste your time, kid. Don't even get in the industry because you're not going to last and you're not going to make it. And Matt could have kind of folded up and said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That put a fire underneath his ass to create the broadhead, create another broadhead, now create a third broadhead, and keep doing his thing with his dad um, and making a successful company, making a living off the hunting industry, creating broadheads, something that he's passionate about. Not only is he making a, a badass head that's effective, he's making an American-made head that's really high quality that you can get replacement blades for that isn't astronomically priced. <coughs> and he's a solid dude. You're going to be able to talk to an actual person if you have a problem. You'll be able to know that if you buy that broadhead, you're going to be able to support these guys that are actually hunters. His dad hunts, Alex hunts, Matt hunts. They're actually dudes out there that are trying to make it, trying to hunt, trying to do their thing. Um, Alex and Matt are really good friends. I've met both of them. Great dudes. Awesome guys. Got to meet Matt's dad at ATA. Another awesome guy. Um, just old school. You can tell that that guy has worked for what he's got, you know, and I, I respect them. Um, and that's why I shoot their head. And that's why I work with them, you know, and, I get to save you guys a little bit of money for using your code, and then I get a little bit of money for when you guys use the code. Just straight-up honesty. Um, I don't want to beat around the bush anymore about what I do. I'm going to read the ads up front, say the code, and uh, if you guys purchase it, great. If you don't, listen to the show. Enjoy the show. That's what I'm doing it for. <coughs> but I'm trying to promote these podcast or these companies because I respect them not only as companies but as people. And... The more I do this show, the less money that I make off the show, the more time that it takes away from my family, there has to be some bigger benefit than just releasing content and making a little bit of money. I have, I need to make an impact. I need to make an impact with people getting the product that they deserve, good shit that's not going to break, that they can trust. Um, I need to make an impact for these companies that I want to succeed, not these giant mega companies that own 30 other businesses and they're running three or four different trail cam companies and the service is shit and they're running Chinese product and they're killing it. You know, when I want to see Exodus killing it because they deserve it. I want to see Matt killing it from the wreck because he deserves it. <coughs> you know, and just trying to do what I can. I want to make an impact in people's lives physically. That's why I partnered with First Form. I got the knowledge about the supplements, about the workouts, what I can do to help people get in the mindset to get their health under wraps and not say, I'm going to work on it next month, not say, I'm going to work on it next year. Um, getting their shit together and being the dad, the husband that they can be. It's in everybody. It is in you to be able to do that. You don't have to be the most disciplined guy. You don't have to be a workout guru lifting weights all the time. You just need to get your shit together and understand what you're doing, what you're eating. Get a little active. Do some things. Talk to me about it. We can make a plan. If you want supplements to help you out, great. If you don't, I don't care. I want this podcast to be more than just what it is. I want to make an impact in your life more than just hope you kill a big buck which it has been in the past. I still want you to do that, of course. That's what the the whole core of this is about because I want to do the same thing. I want to kill a giant this year. You know, I want to kill an absolute mega. I want to kill a booner, just like everybody else, you know. 
<coughs> and I'm not going to mess around. I, everybody knows how I hunt. I'm not going to mess around. I want to go all out. Um, but I want this podcast to be more than just that. I want to impact people, and I have been able to. My accountability groups are solid. You can see change in the guys. They're, they're motivating each other. Um, are they using supplements from first form? Very few of them are. Do I care? No, I don't. I want to see them do good. I want to see them kick ass. That's what I want to see, you know? And that's why I'm trying to motivate people to reach out, you know? Reach out, chat with me. Let's see what we can do. If you've been on the fence, if you're a dad that's like, hey, man, I need to get my shit together. You know, I don't really know where to start. I'm your, I want to be your guy. Let's, let's fucking do it, dude. Let's not talk about it. Let's not mess around. Let's do it. If you're not a dad and you're a guy that's, <clears throat> you know, you realize over the year you're getting a little slower, you're getting a little bigger, and you want to get it under wraps and get back to where you felt good every day when you woke up um, and invigorated and excited about life, reach out to me, dude. Let's do it. You can do it. Stop bullshitting yourself that you can't. I'm tired of that I can't do it kind of mentality. It's just you can do it. I've been doing this podcast for six years with four kids and a full-time railroad job. It's 9.58 p.m. right now. I work till 8 o'clock tonight, and I'm still releasing an episode because there is no excuse for me not to put it out for you guys. Last week, I was sick. That's the second episode in six years that I've missed. I had pneumonia. That's how much it means for me, not only to release it to you, but to get it out for me because this is what I do. I release podcast episodes. This is me. This is part of my identity. That's why I won't stop. <clears throat> but I want my identity to be more than just hunting. I want it to be hunting and motivating people to be the best that they can be. Get the products that they deserve. Make an impact in their life. Make an impact in other people's lives. That's what I want. So, that's why I'm working with who I'm working with. <laughs> that was a long, drawn-out stretch. Hope that half the people probably stop listening. But... This is a difficult conversation episode that I've been holding in for a while, and I needed to get it out. Um, so, in a nutshell, if you're thinking about the hunting industry, just be realistic with what you can get out of the hunting industry. Um, I mean, it's a tough go. It really is. And uh, if, if, uh, if more people knew what it was like, I think more people would put effort into other things. Like I said, if I were to put the time and drive and effort into anything else other than podcasting about hunting for the last six years, I would be so much further than I am right now. But I wouldn't have a lot of the friends that I have. So there's benefits to everything. You just got to be realistic about the goals and where you can get um, and understand that it's going to be a shitload of work. And anybody in the industry will tell you pretty much the same thing that I'm telling you right now. If they don't, they're lying or they got some magical formula figured out that I don't. Um, but I don't want it to be all downs. I've, there's been a lot of good come from this. <clears throat> a lot of good come from podcasting, man. A lot of fun trips, a lot of fun, you know, memories, a lot of friends made, um, opportunities to do things. Um, it's been great. And I appreciate you guys tuning in every week. I'm still calling out those dudes. Let's chat about it, dude. Don't forget about that $115 giveaway. If you do use my first form uh, link, um, it is in my bio, or you could reach out, Instagram, Facebook, email, um, anywhere you can reach out to me. 
Um, Cody Jenkins WLP at Gmail is my email. If you want to reach out that way, um, don't be afraid. Reach out. Um, let's chat about it. Um, I will be giving away that $115 gift card, which I am purchasing myself um, to give away to you guys to try to motivate one person to get into the shape that they deserve to be in. And hopefully, you know, getting that product, getting in the gym, you know, doing the thing, going through the motions will will get them further down the life where this is what they normally do. And it's not something that they hate to do. It's something that they love to do, like me. But I'm signing off, guys. I love you. I appreciate everything that you do. Like always, always try to leave a legacy. Try to do the right thing. And White Tail Legacy is out. That's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.